Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Live from CPAC, it's uh, Thursday, 4 August, year earlier, 2022. But this is the afternoon show. It's going to be a little while. We've got some great guests coming in studio, trying to track down Governor Sarah Palin, President Trump's pollster John McLaughlin. We've got Boris with a live report from Bedminster. I want to start with my good buddy here, Eric, Eric Prince. Eric Prince. Steve, thank you. So listen, Nancy Pelosi goes to Taiwan, yep. right? Uh, first of all, do you agree with that? Do you agree what she did as, as speaker? Because has, isn't she kind of like uh, put Biden out of a job? I thought Commander-in-Chief did this. Yeah, it was definitely not a, um, it was not a Commander-in-Chief type, type role for her to be doing. I think it was, uh, I applaud anything that pokes the CCP is a good thing. But I think uh, it's, it gives the, the, the CCP too much of a reason with the, uh, the blockade and all the other stuff they're doing. It might even give Xi Jinping enough of a lift with his domestic market to infuriate him that it makes his re-election this fall easier. I to don't a, think to an emperor for life. Emperor for life. I don't think he'll. I don't think they'll try to keep the blockade on. I mean, certainly the United States cannot let the Western world cannot let them be choked off and isolated like a Berlin airlift scenario, like we had in the in the in the 40s after um, after World War II. We can't let that stand. Xi has to be re-elected in his mind, so he'll try Is to keep the, the pressure on and make saying, noise. Look, all this naval activity or what we're seeing, you're one of the smartest guys in the world about this, is what we're seeing is that uh, portend a naval or air blockade right now in Taiwan. Effectively is there now, they've really shut down most of the commercial air travel and, uh, and, and commercial vessels. So there is effectively a blockade now. How long that lasts, we don't know. I hope it doesn't last long, but it cannot be allowed to continue ad infinitum. Let me ask my, uh, let ask our posse right here, by the way, do we support a free and independent Taiwan? Yes. Hell yes. Are we, what do we want to do with the CCP? Make it down. 100%. Make it down. No question. Yes. checking in. By the way, we've had great support here at CPAC. Do you support, are, are we treading into something very different, very dangerous when we start talking about a free and independent Taiwan versus the one China policy? I would have rather had a an appropriation go in to get Taiwan some good diesel electric submarines or good minefields or encourage them to build an actual home guard, which uh, like a model that the Ukrainians you use. Hold on, hold on. You don't believe that if we supported diesel boat submarines, the Chinese counterparts probably say that's an act of war right there? Because what are they going to use diesel boat submarines for? Shoot uh, the torpedo is fast attack shooting down for ensuring free or, and open navigation of the of like the every other of, country of the Straits of. Uh, Taiwan, ah, straight to Taiwan, free. the South China Sea. So that the Taiwanese people can always eat. Yes. 
How important is us to confront? Do you believe that we are going from hybrid or um, uh, unrestricted warfare, which is economic, cyber, and uh, information? Do you think we're sliding to kinetic war right now? The Chinese will make a lot of noise. I mean, lining up the tanks, all their amphibious vehicles on the beach of Xiamen, directly across the stage from Taiwan. That's a lot of noise, but 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 no fire, right? You mean the amphibious thing, they're lining up. Yeah, yeah, up yeah, they like... line up all the tanks at the beach. Like, look, it'd be a bigger problem if they were loading it onto ferries to take it across. That's real. Lining them up there, lining them up as a, as a, as a big uh, chess meeting exercise, that's noise, that's just for the domestic audience. They fired missiles, I think today or yesterday, from, from Chinese uh, facilities and even hit inside of the economic exclusion zone of Japan today, the first time in that's the, happened in, the, in 75 in, years. In the East China Sea. Right? Correct. Correct. So they, they hit inside of waters, which would be considered the EEZ of Japan, not just Taiwan. So they are definitely throwing down. Do you think they're sending a message to the entire region that if you back the Americans, it's going to be blowback? They want to. But again, they want to win this thing in, as, in an asymmetrical way as possible. They don't want it to go to a full-on conventional war. Look, every general surrounding Xi has paid for that position. As problematic as a what lot of- What do you mean of, by that? Meaning based on corruption, based on they're buying that position because they get to trade on that for years to come. They, they don't rise as a meritocracy, they, they, not they, the best correct. generals or the best war And fighters. so you have a combination of, of a lot of uh, very political generals, even more so than we suffer from here, political generals there that have bought a lot of stuff and they've kind of started to believe their own nonsense. So that's a uh, it's an interesting wrestling match for Xi to say, ah, I mean, because if they try to take Taiwan by force and they fail, it is absolutely the end of his rule and probably of the CCP. I don't think that's a gamut they want to throw down just yet. So they will try to make noise, intimidate, bluster, try to take it through all means just short of full on kinetic war. So that's why the United States has to be smarter in fighting these unconventionally. And, and quietly giving the kind of aid, the kind of deterrence. I, why I want Taiwan to build a home guard so badly, because if they mobilize just 3% of their population, that's another 750,000 people with guns, with capability, that all they have to do is step outside and defend their neighborhood. That is a huge math problem for any invading force to have to contemplate. Um, are we prepared to win a war right now with, about the defense of Taiwan, an amphibious assault, and are we prepared to win a war in the South China Sea or defending the Straits of Taiwan? The U.S. 7th Fleet today, if the balloon went up. <laughs> right. As you said before, are they ready to fight tonight? I don't know that they are because they've had a lot of maintenance problems. They've had a lot of uh, good order and discipline problems between fatal collisions with commercial vessels, losing a, a submarine, crashing into a seamount losing a $6 billion warship to a fire while it's tied up, the Bonhomme Richard tied up in San Diego Harbor. Those are not the things that, that deliver a message of strength and capability and deterrence. And when you pile that on top of the debacle of the Afghan pullout and really even allowing um, the, the failure of deterrence to stop Putin from invading Ukraine, they see, I mean, I, I worry that if the Chinese are gonna do something, they're gonna do it while Joe Biden is president because they see the ultimate perfect leader for them to be able to push in uh, and, and, and assert their will. What, you, you don't think we did enough deterrence? To, Trump had deterrence 
Trump had deterrence on stopping Putin in Ukraine. Why, sure why, did. didn't, why didn't Biden? Because, because he was not of the swamp. He was not a known political animal. Uh, and, and I think Putin respected him as another leader that would make difficult choices and would go toe to toe with him if he needed to. Uh, the Biden uh, leadership style has not been very strong. And it is it is it empowers weakness. I mean, everywhere around the world, it's going crazy. Nigeria is melting down. The DRC is melting down. The left has has swept through elections all through South America in a way we haven't seen in a hundred years. So it is a pervasive problem. I, I keep thinking I, I could correlate now the period we're in to to the late seventies in America, a Carter administration. We're far worse than where we were in the Carter administration because. You we had far worse. You think we're weaker today than we were in, in that relative to the world? Yes, we don't have the the ample supply of reserves economically, and we have thirty trillion dollars in debt. You think financially we're in much worse shape? Yes, especially the the, the dollar as the world's reserve currency is at risk. Yeah. The overuse of sanctions yes is is forcing other overuse. countries to still trade. Yeah, it's it's way too much. It's too much the easy button for Washington right. to think they're doing something instead of the kind of covert action subterfuge yeah. that we should be doing to make our enemies fear us or respect us. Why don't you hang on? We're going to continue this conversation. i got Eric Prince, one of the smartest guys geopolitically in the world in a war room regular. Hang on. Uh, James Urkel, let's go. Let's, inter let's introduce, have some of the posse introduce themselves. I'm here with Patrick. We've got to have that. CPAC today. Well, I'm here because, uh, like all of us, we want to save this country. Also, I wanted to say that... Uh, I'm part of the group of parents, and we were very successful in getting our school board in Grapevine flipped. It was uh, seven uh, liberals, and we got it changed to four conservatives and three liberals. Wow, and that's that grassroots that's activism at work. Now, also, Clarissa, tell me what compelled you to come to CPAC today. To hear Steve, of course, number one. And I'm also with Moms for Liberty out of Tarrant County. And so we're here to uh, support Mr. Bannon and we're part of the Deplorables and the War Room Posse and we love him. How, how many How many here right here are from Texas? Woo! Just a few of us. How many here are not from Texas? Woo! All right, all right, all right. You're not from Texas. Where, where are you coming from? Where? Wow, wow, Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, uh, we got. I want to make sure we get that fixed so I can hear it, Harry. You had before, so we can boom it. Eric, yeah. Eric, Eric Prince, talk to me about uh, talk to me about the Chinese Communist Party, the military threat of it. Okay, is it a military threat outside the South China Sea, outside the Straits of uh, the Straits of Taiwan? Can the United States military thwart them if they want to stray to the Straits of Malacca, if they want to partner up with other nations in the Eurasian landmass? Are they going to be a big partner to Russia in the Ukraine? Where do we need to fear them militarily? Look, their, their money, we need, we need worst of all, we need to, to clarify and to purify the CCP influence out of America. Because... Whether it's the, the, the... What do you mean out of America? The influence peddling here in this country? Look, after the Soviet... After World War II, it was very clear that the Soviet Union squared off against. It was East versus West, freedom versus communism. For all those years since then, um, the globalists had this idea that if we made China rich, if we allowed yes. them into the WTO, that if we made them rich, that they would become like us. 
It hasn't. It has reinforced their CCP tendencies. Oh, we, came, we became like them. Our oligarchs, our tech they're, oligarchs, they're, state capitalists, The tentacles world. of that money with big Wall Street, with the big hedge fund managers that nobody wants to count, nobody wants to stand up to China, even in Hollywood, right? It's even, it's amazing to see Hollywood has come alive to the fact that a movie like Top Gun that is pro-America and, and kind of stands up to China because China was complaining about the mere patch of Taiwan on Tom Cruise's jacket. Okay, the they stood up to they, that. They, and, did, and, they digitally removed it at one time and then and put then it they back put there. it back and, and that movie did over a billion dollars. Amazing, and so Hollywood has woken up. So we need to, the next administration has to make it very clear. Are you on the side of you freedom? You mean the Trump administration when it returns off? Damn right. What is this next administration thing? I just can't wait until that day. Look, we need to, do we, are you on the side of freedom or are you on the side of the CCP and all the tentacles, right? The United Front Work Party is a way, right? So that whether it's Confucius Institutes at universities, the paying for uh, research grants in, uh, in, in, in biotech and, uh, and the amount they have been insidious in how they've implanted Chinese access actors Nancy throughout Pelosi, our society. All her donors are, are Silicon Valley and the big guys are already Sequoia Capital, already infiltrated by the CCP. Silicon Valley by the CCP. Was her just performative? This is an act that she did, or is this meaningful given that the Democratic Party with the big corporatists, with 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 uh, big tech, big media has already been compromised by the CCP? Is this anything more than performative? Maybe it is. I'm glad. I'm glad to see representatives of the U.S. government visiting Taiwan. My worry is that it only gives them a um, a causeless belly to 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 do this and to lash out at Taiwan. I still don't think they're trying to go the distance right now because Xi has to be reelected. You don't think they're going the distance? You think he wants to get right past now, the party conference? He's got to get past the party conference because, right? Why did he lock down Shanghai for so long? It wasn't about COVID. It you was because of me. the Shanghai faction, Control, right? Right. You have three three factions: the Young Princelings, right. the Shanghai faction, right. Communist League. Right. He smashed the other ones. He had to smash Shanghai, right. and right. he did, right. welding people into their houses right. over COVID. Right. When they had 18 cases in Shanghai, exactly. a city of 32 million people. And it was You're about making it, sure right? no one from Shanghai rose up and opposed his being president for life. Okay, We're going to take a short commercial break. We're live at CPAC. We're trying to wrangle Governor Palin right now. Eric's going to stick with me. We've got John McLaughlin. John's the president's uh, pollster. Boris is going to check in from Bedminster, all of it. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room in just a moment. it's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k 
or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Hey, welcome back. We got a round. We've got a very rowdy crowd here of deplorables and more posse. We got our own Jane Zirkle. Jane, I'm gonna toss it to you. Let's hear from the posse. He's a fighter. He gives us stuff to do uh, instead of sitting at home being pissed off. Uh, Steve says, "Be a peace precinct chair. Here's the website. Uh, here's your senator, legislator. Call him. Here's the number flashing on the screen." Go ahead. Yeah, I became a precinct chair in Travis County, and because of this show, and now I work with County Citizens Defending Freedom for Election Integrity because of this show. Amazing, amazing. How important is grassroots activism? Well, Steve gets it. There's a big picture here. He unwinds it. He knows what's going on, and he communicates it well. That's key. I want to introduce you to my agent. How do you, why do you think grassroots activism is so important? I think it's important if you look at uh, Bannon's show, your ability to grab large swaths of people, of different kinds of people together, whether it's veterans, whether it's the tech community, all different kinds of people. You're more effective than a lot of people in the politicians. So thanks, Steve. Now, CNN calls him a divider, but do you all think he's a uniter? Yeah, that's right. This group looks pretty united. Want to introduce Jane Zirkel. Jane Zirkel right there is uh, now, she was Rudy's assistant. That's how we met her in the war room. We turned her off, turned her, uh, uh, put her out in Turning Point USA. You had amazing interviews. Now, she's not from Texas. She's from Palm Beach but she decided to get up in Texas garb. Jane, thank you so much. Our great new asset, thanks. Jane Zerger, let's rotate people through and we'll get them, we'll get them before Governor Palin gets here. Um, right now, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of Afghanistan, Yep. right? I think it's on the 13th, is that correct? Or right around there? Yes, and amazingly, for all the promise that Afghanistan would no longer harbor Al-Qaeda, where did they kill Zawahiri? What was the promise on that? They, what was the promise on that? We promised it would no longer be a terror sanctuary. And of course, Zawahiri was living in a luxury palace 300 meters from the UK embassy in the green zone. They used to call it the area of poppy palaces because that's where all the money went. And Zawahiri poppy palace from the heroin trade. From the heroin trade. And there, the he was, he was in a home owned by the Haqqanis. The Haqqani Network. Yes. So you have the Haqqanis, which were on the, the bounty list with DOJ, right? Five million, ten million dollars because they're terrorists. One of them is now the interior minister of Afghanistan. And they were renting out the house to Ayman Zawahiri, the co-founder of Al-Qaeda, 
literally the co-mastermind of the 9-11 attacks, and he's living there in luxury. And they got him because he went on his porch consistently every morning, and finally they smoked him. Here's what people want to know. Why did it, how did it take 21 years to finally get that guy? I mean, you've worked special operations. You've worked with the agency, paramilitary. How did You know all the tracking devices we have. How did it take 21 years to track this guy down? Because he was living very cautiously. I think for a while he was even living in Iran. Much of his family was in Iran. He was in Iran. Oh, yeah. Yep. Between the tribal areas being sanctioned, uh, being harbored by Pakistan, like bin Laden was, or or covered up in um, in Iran, and he came back. I think he got uh, he got sloppy and he paid the price for it. Good riddance. You, they have not actually done a DNA. I mean, we don't have an official right now DNA check or whatever they do. Are you absolutely sure regarding? Yeah, they got him. I don't want to do any conspiracy. You're you're saying your contacts said we got him. I'm pretty confident they got him. Walk us through the logistics. How did that happen? Look, to give us the unclassified. In version. the same way that they track people, whether it's electronically or family members or optically, right? They're looking. They're, they're this is a guy they've been looking for for a long time. So they're and the cameras are so good on these drones. Um, they locked in, and and finally they got uh, they got permission to take a shot. Do you believe? By the way, they had Tom Friedman had a column the other day about uh, how he was opposed, how opposed he was to Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan. But the buried lead when he went down there, we talked about this on the show the other day, they said that the, the Biden administration has lost all faith in Zelensky. They think Zelensky's a liar and they specifically called out, he fired his attorney general and the head of his intelligence services on the same day, it'd be equivalent of Biden firing Merrick Garland and the head of the CIA. What is your assessment? Because there's all types of spin. What's your assessment of the combat reality? What, what is the tr ground truth or where that war is right now in Ukraine. I'm happy to see any leader hold their national security apparatus accountable, right? Something we haven't done here in America in a long time. Look, the uh, the Russians are grinding along when the Ukrainians don't really have the ability to maneuver. That means the Russians can move their artillery within range and they just start pounding. And they're pounding at five to 10,000 rounds a day like a rototiller. You came on about a month ago, said they're gonna rototill and, the and, Ukrainian And that's military. happening. What's left of it? The Ukraine, but, but, but the Ukraine, but the Russians have lost serious casualties. They have a big problem because he, Putin does not want to mobilize because that would be a huge political problem. So they're sending every non-Russian ethnicity that they can from like Baikal, from the Far East, from the Mongolian border, everywhere. Not very capable troops. And so those are dying. You're saying not Russians from Moscow. They're not- They're, they're not, not ethnic they're, Russians. They're not pressing, they're not doing press gangs in the clubs and bars in Moscow. Correct. They're, they're, huh. the, the mayors are ended up sponsoring regiments, kind of like we did in the American Civil War, trying to put more people out there, trying to pay and incentivize, as is the Wagner Group. Their, their favorite private military company is recruiting globally, trying to get people to show up because they're dying. Look, the Ukrainians are still fighting well. The Ukrainian special operations are fighting very well. Have, this, have, have uh, the Russians lost 75,000 men? I don't know if it's 75,000, but it's approaching 50. Approaching 50. Yes. How many have the Ukrainians? Uh, but Zelensky is talking about raising a million man army. The New York Times had a story. They were running press gangs through uh, Ukraine to the bars and guys are hiding. How many uh, actual troops does he have deployed look, on the Donbass? I, I, I don't think they're running press gangs. I was in Ukraine uh, some weeks ago. I didn't see anything like oh that. Oh my God, we're gonna get a classified. We're breaking. But, Eric Prince was in the Ukraine. But the media matters. The fact Put that is, up in your headlines. But the fact is, Ukrainians showed up by the millions 
from other jobs that they were working in Europe, they came back to their country to fight. I think it's a as imperfect as Ukrainian democracy might be, people showed up with their own flesh and blood to defend their land and their culture from the Russian bear taking it. So that's to be applauded. I don't think has, we should leave them hanging. Has the, the escalation, the escalation has really come though from the West, hasn't it? I mean, it's the West that's pressing in there. Austin and Blinken want to, what, severely uh, degrade the Russian military and force them out of Ukraine. Is that gonna happen? Is that realistic? I, I think it will. There will not be a peace deal until until Putin is militarily unable to continue to pound. Bring her in, and he will. Um, uh, I'd say it's probably the goal of the Pentagon now to up the ability of the Ukrainians to punch back a bit. Let's, I tell you what we're going to do. do we're going to get. We got Governor Palin. Let's bring her on in. Can you guys welcome Sarah Palin? Eric Prince, we got we got, we got the. Uh, How are you? Good, hard. Yeah, America's favorite mercenary. Yeah, he is. Thank you for your service, sir. So listen, first off, tell us about the uh, tell us about the congressional run. We're looking forward to having you in the House. Having you in the House, shouldn't Governor Palin be part of the leadership of the House? Yes, yeah, screw that freshman stuff. Let me get right on in there with all the other congressmen or congresswomen. Congressman, please call Amen. me. Um, it's it's going well. You know, it's Alaska. Alaskans know me. They know why I'm running. Drill, baby, drill. Energy independence. Freedom. All about freedom. Stopping the rhinos. Stopping the Democrats. And uh, it's bizarre, though, Steve, because you'll appreciate this. This newfangled weirdo voting system wow. we have where it's mail-in-only ballots, Dominion computerized county, no hand counting, and it's ranked Hold choice no, voting. No, no paper ballots. Only, only, only machines. Polling machines, computerized Dominion, and even in a little tiny village where maybe five people vote. Nope, can't count them by hand, gotta go through the system. So just keep your eyes and ears open. And President Trump was up there a couple weeks ago. He rallied with us and it was awesome. So much electricity. You, you should get back there as you had a good time last time up there. Um, and uh, President Trump tried to explain to the audience out there that with this ranked choice voting, the third place, the third most popular candidate can, can actually win, win the can thing win. through a process of elimination in a weird counting system. So isn't that how it's set up? Is this the Murkowski you fought when you came as the mayor of Wasilla and became the governor? Your number one thing was to take on the old boy network, right? right? They didn't think you had it in you. They right. knew oil and gas. And right. you bench press them. Is this the right, old boy right. network setting up the-, the It's the back, election? it's back. And you you call it a, a nice term, good old boys network. Um, they actually had hats back in the day where they embroidered on them, the corrupt bastards club. Well, too many of them are back. At least they're thinking is back. So Lisa Burkowski's attorney pushed hard for this new voting system to get her back in there in the Senate because she couldn't win straight up as a Republican. So that's what that's all about. That should have told, Republican lawmakers in our legislature from the start, something's whack about the voting system. It came from Murkowski. So tell us how, is the Murkowski machine still run the state? Murkowski's and Begages. We have the two dynasties, one registered Republican, one registered Democrat family. These are, these are the aristocracy right now as they see it of Alaska. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I really think they, they think they have more influence than they actually do, because especially the young people, you know, they're all about this third grade awakening. They're all about 
a real wokeness, right? And they don't care about uh, families that have claimed this dynasty for years and years. They want change. They know it's now or never for our country. Can you hang for a commercial break? Anything Governor Sarah Palin is with us. We're live at CPAC. We have Eric Prince, Governor Palin, Stephen K. Bannon. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to turn with the War Room Posse here live at CPAC in just a moment. Homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title to your home. Think about that for a second. May already have forged his name onto the title of your home and you not know it. Well, here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer to my listeners. Now go to HomeTitleLock.com. Then simply enter your address for your free no obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Look, the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once he forges your title, he can take out loans in your home to forge your name, stating that he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use my promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO. Then enter your address for free, no obligation, home title scan. That's a $100 value, totally free. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. Do this today, take action. Welcome back. We're at CPAC Live during the War Room. Hey, give, give us a uh, give us a, a, a War Room shout out. What do you got? Should Governor Palin be in leadership as soon as she gets to the House? Oh yeah, that would be fun. There we have it. Look, I got a question. We talk about yeah. this all the time. Uh, the morning media gets all over all the Republicans, gets all over you all the time, all the stuff. I get Morning Joe. Morning is Mika Brzezinski carries that show. I've got a question for you. Shouldn't it be called Morning Mika? And yeah. I've got a question. Does MSNBC pay her more than she pays Joe Scarborough? Because wow. they're all over us as a bunch of white nationalists right. and misogynists and Donald Trump's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. What does MSNBC, what, what does Sarah Palin, Governor Palin think about yeah. Morning Mika? Okay, Mika, Joe. Uh, the word that comes to mind is subservient mika come on she's allowing this to happen yet she's gonna judge us and preach to us about we supposedly okay that's really pathetic and that's you mean a if great she was point. if she was truly independent if she were and, and, a true feminist and, but these fake feminists they just kill me you know they no she's satisfied with that and yet again she puts herself in a seat of judgment for everybody else that's the problem that i have with it but yeah and didn't didn't Mika come first? Mika's been a journalist, I think, for twenty or thirty years. She was really the heart of it. She does more of the work. He's kind of he's kind it's, of the typical guy. Solved. Typical guy drafting off a strong let's woman. Let's see their let's see their pay stubs. Okay, uh, we don't see their yeah. pay stubs. Do you believe she should be paid at least as much or more 
than Joe. Well, more, because she's supposed to be the principal, and yet she's allowing herself to be under Joe. That's pretty pathetic. Um, and, uh, you know, though, behind every successful man stands a surprised woman. Maybe she's just... Uh, surprised at how joe has succeeded because he's not a journalist no, no, no he's, he's just a, a talker he's so. a failed congressman isn't he i think one or two terms you can say that one or two terms no yes. you're gonna be susceptible you talk about the great yeah. awakening a moment ago oh when, yes, when, when yes. I, I know you are having been the filmmaker that made your biography was it 10 years ago yeah that was 10 the years best. ago and i spent that great time in alaska with you you're, you're not just deeply spiritual you're very religious and your religion forms a core yeah. of you when you talk about a great awakening, what do you mean? Uh, and you talk about that film called The Undefeated. I hope that's providential. I believe it is providential, the title even itself, The Undefeated. Um, the Great Awakening. You know, I think inherent in especially young people is this passion for, this need for, this understanding of freedom. God created this drive for freedom within us. So I think these young people looking at what our government is doing to us, it was our government, of course, feds, it was set up to protect our individual rights, not take them from us. And yet that's what they're doing. They're succeeding at taking away our rights. So I think young people especially are going, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, we've had, we've had awakenings before in the history of mankind. It is time for the awakening. It'll be the third great awakening, but everyone rising up awakening to what these young people are feeling, what they actually desire. And um, no, it's going to be all about activism, you know, putting our, our feet to the floor, running with this idea, with this principle, with this truth that we are made to be free, not to be subservient to government. Okay, let me, Eric, I want to ask you too, but they're, they're going to accuse you right now when you start talking about Great Awakening, because they've already accused you of it that this is all about a Christian nationalism. Oh this is a militant church, right? That people, we want to enforce our beliefs everywhere. So when they say, okay, when Sarah Palin talks about the Great Awakening, that's code word for a white nationalist, Christian nationalism. What say you, ma'am? Wow, and that's all they got? No, it, it's so far from it. It's all, you know, it's all about tolerance. It's tolerating other people's beliefs, allowing them to have the freedom, as long as they're not hurting somebody else. Along, uh, That's part of the awakening that we need. This council culture and all this political correctness, all the political correct speech that they try to tell us what to think, what to say. Um, uh, no, people, I think people are awakening to the truth that we, we were not created to be that, and we will fight back. And anybody who wants to accuse me of inciting violence, like they tried to accuse you of. Well, hey, it's not the first time I've been falsely accused of anything, but um, uh, the, 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 false, the falsehood in that alone tells you, whoever's gonna spew that kind of falsehood, tells you how uh, narrow-minded and intolerant uh, and how dense they are. So, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna consider the source but, but, but if they're gonna accuse on. me of that. It's when they go after the prince and they go after you, like they went after Carrie Lake and Eric Greitens, they're never going to debate you on the I on know. the subject matter. Doggone it, no, I know. No, you know why? Because they know you'll bench press them. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. you know oil and gas, you know energy, you know national security. And the you, Constitution. And you've been a t you were a tough governor that backed off the, the corrupt guys in, uh, in, in Alaska. They'll never debate you on that. Right. It's got to be the politics of personal destruction. Oh, God. They have to come after you yeah. personally. Yeah. Like they came after Carrie Lake personally. Right. $30 million. Right. They're never going to debate you. So 
How do you get around that? Yeah. How do you work okay. around that? Because like him, they're not going to sit there and right. ever debate right. Eric Prince on national security or geopolitics. Right. Right. What they're going to say is Eric Prince is a bad guy. Right. Eric Prince right. does this. Me, I'm a bad mom. You know, they'll 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 oh, yeah, try to poke you. the bear on that one. But um, no, I mean personally, you know, I live by the mantra: if you don't live by man's praise, you're not going to die by man's criticism. But those false accusations that that lead to potential danger when they accuse us of inciting violence they're just rounding up their base and who knows what that is inciting in um, the obstructionists those who don't want a freedom-loving pro-america agenda to succeed so um no I, you know i consider the source but steve you more than anyone you, you know that politics of personal destruction because they try it on you over and over again but it's like president trump told me he called right when our congressman don young had died and president trump asked if i was going to run wanted me to run he, he called said, you and he said did. i want you to run he did and he said amen brother amen, amen. and I, I said you are not a real politician thank you 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 know you you're loyal right on that's great but anyway um he said governor palin you got nothing to lose he goes i got nothing to lose either imagine if we're both in there together but he also said though Consider what they've said about you, your kids, what they what they've done to you. What more can they do? That's freeing. You know that allows the shackles to be off, and that's not a racist term because you know I'm going to get deemed for saying shackles now too, Steve. However, shackles are off. Freedom, nothing to lose. Um, so you know it's just balls okay, to the wall. You, Go when, do the right thing. When you say nothing to lose, you went to the Alaska Capitol as a small town governor, and they kind of didn't take you seriously. They said, well, she's a former sportscaster and an athlete and a jock, but, you know, who is a small Botswasella? You went there and shocked them by saying, because I remember when I did the interview, they said she knew more about the oil and gas industry and the corrupt practices than we knew, and you attacked them. When you go to Washington, D.C., I mean, God bless you what you did in Alaska, but the scale of the corruption and incompetence in Washington, is, it's, it's, it's Babylon on the Potomac, right? It is, it is is a wash in, in five and a half trillion dollars a year of a federal budget that's all graft and corruption. What is Sarah Palin going to do after she wins? When you come to Washington, because remember in the film you said you told me your favorite movie is Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, yeah, right? Yeah. So what do you do when you get to Washington D.C. as Congressman representing the great state of Alaska? Yeah, and I wish I could stand on the floor and repeat the speech that he gave, you know, because that meant everything. But um, yeah, you know. Fighting corruption is, that's got to be the name of our, all of our games or our country's going under. And the things that they've gotten away with thus far, it's, it's sinful, it, it's disgusting, it's, it's a sickness there in DC. But someone like me, when I talk about nothing to lose, in terms of nobody buys me or sells me, I don't have those conflicts of interest, I don't have crony capitalism in my blood whatsoever. It's people like me who can hit the ground running to get up there with the promise to drain the swamp. The good guys in office today, they need reinforcements. And that's why I'm running. You know, I've always said, you don't need a title. You don't need an office to get out there and fight for what's right and make a difference. But our good guys need some votes along with them. And that I want to provide that. But not only that, I do want to provide leadership to remind the other congressmen, don't be scared. Don't be frightened. They're not going to kill you. They're not going to kill you. They will try everything they can to destroy you and your family. But... You stand strong, and I, I hope my track record can help prove that uh, it's doable. There's a lot of discussion about investigations, investigations of Fauci, investigations of the laptop from hell, yeah, Hunter good. Biden's, all these investigations about 
the southern border, all the emails, and how, how did we get to the invasion of the southern border? In your priorities, when the laptop from hell, the Biden corruption, Fauci, what happened in the Wuhan lab, you got the southern border, the whole Ukraine situation. What's What's been going on with the Chinese Communist Party, their infiltration and influence peddling? As you rank order those, right? right. Not in your voting, because you're going to win. When you come to D.C., walk us through your priorities. Yeah, okay, that's a great question, because you just, uh, you know, rattled off so many uh, corrupt acts that are going on today that are being accepted. It does, though, bring me back to the reason I'm running, the good guys in office needing votes. I'm so tired of hearing about investigations. Whatever happens to the findings, nobody goes to jail on their end, on the corrupt end of this. So that all needs to be changed. So, you know, bottom line, big picture. Do you think these investigations ought to be real, they ought to be meaningful, and there ought to be consequences for whether it's the finance of the Wuhan lab, through Fauci's operation or Hunter Biden, you have to get to the facts. I know. You're not going to have a show trial like January 6th. You're actually going to get there, do it even handily. But you're saying pursue it to its ultimate end and then hold people accountable. Not only that, but we can't give up on the other corrupt acts that put our country in the position that we're in, like the 30,000 emails that were erased and all oh, that was okay. That Crooked Hillary did that. Benghazi. Oh my gosh, all these things were, oh yeah, we're going to investigate. Congress should be having this, these badass huge rallies on the steps of the Capitol, and it should be congressmen. They have the platform. They should be having these press conferences. They should even ha be having fireside chat chats. They should do whatever they can to get out there with a message to the public to let them know what's going on, right? I, I don't but know why they be, don't okay. seize the opportunity. Number one, I don't, yes, sir, go ahead. Congress has the power of the purse. The beast does not get smaller until, until you until we starve it. Yeah. Okay. The That's most good. important thing the next Congress has to do is start to scale down the spending. The reason the five counties surrounding Washington, D.C. are per capita the wealthiest in the country is because of that $5 trillion that flows through there. Congress, the reason we're doing stupid gain of function stuff in the yes. Wuhan labs yes. is because we spend too much yes. money. Yes. Starve the beast. That's how you drain the swamp, by literally putting bureaucrats and the NGOs and all the affiliated characters out of business. Make them go get a real job and pay real taxes. Correct me if I'm wrong. When you went to Wasilla with what Eric Prince just said, didn't you yeah. balance the budgets I, I, in, 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 in Alaska, if I remember yeah, correctly? I did. And then when I was governor and in my city, Wasilla, I got rid of personal property taxes, reduced real property taxes, all that kind of stuff that in the end, actually generates revenue for government because it, it uh, speeds up your economy. Did the same thing as governor with record vetoes to uh, in order to cut down on the spending, of course. You don't make any friends doing that in the legislature, so you're always button heads with your own party even. But okay, so yeah, power of the purse, that's huge. But do you agree with me though that, that Congress should be using their platform either yes. collectively or individually? Get out there and tell the people well, see, you've what's got, going you've on. You've got a global platform. We've got to bounce, I know you do. How do people find out about the campaign and most importantly, how they support you? Oh, that's awesome. And it's really simple. It's sarahforalaska.com is the website. Go there, all, all of our positions are spelled out in black and white, pro-life, pro-gun, all this. None of the other candidates did that. Isn't that a surprise? So sarahforalaska, nothing's capitalized.com. And uh, you'll see all my positions. I 
think a lot of people already know kind of which way I and, lean. And people can volunteer and they can send money? Yes, 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 yes. I and Mike, that would be appreciated. Mike Lindell said he had an amazing yeah, fundraiser last night. Governor so Palin, it's an honor to have you on here. You're a fighter. And we Thank want you. to see you in leadership when you get to Congress. All right, let's work on that too. Thank can you. we hear it for yeah, Governor Sarah you. Palin? Okay, with short commercial break, we'll be back. I'm going to keep Eric Prince, Governor Palin, thank you. War Room Posse, John McLaughlin, the president's, the president's pulse is going to be here in a moment. It's all started, everything's begun, and you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone. 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to SAT, that's SAT123.com, SAT123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's SAT123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. Feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. Now, what is that? This is a long-term storage food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. Well, it's not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $3 a meal per person. Let me repeat that. $3 a meal per person. But years from now, when food prices are sky high, you'll be eating well for only $3 a meal. In other words, you lock in affordable food for years to come. And right now, you'll save 150 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. These three-month kits with My Patriot Supply are in stock and ship fast with free shipping. This is an investment that will pay dividends for years to come. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. That's preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want 
Download now. We're live at CPAC. It's the war room. We got the CPAC posse right back there. By the way, I've got the president's pollster, uh -oh. John McLaughlin's right here. How many people want President Trump to announce quickly and run in 2024? It's a 100% poll. I wish the election was today. Well, tell me, okay, first off, your Orban's also his pollster. Right. Victor Orban was here, gave a magnificent right. speech. Tell us about the speech first, and why would Victor Orban come to Texas? Well, because, I mean, his conservative message is really important in terms of the Conservative Political Action Conference went to Budapest after he got reelected with his highest margin ever. And when you think about the kind of climate that he was in, where the opposition, the Soros-funded opposition, had united against him, they picked one candidate, and Orban won with a record majority, over 50%, which is really hard to do Big time. in a parliamentary system. And he's got a record number of seats in his parliament. And it was a time of surviving a global pandemic, uh, the economic shutdown this is coming out of it. This is the fourth time he's run a row, yes. and every time it's a bigger landslide. Yes. Talk to us about and the Soros influence over there. And how, how, how tough is it? It's real, because they're fun. It's a free country, a free democracy, where most people get their information off the internet. And the leading TV station over there is an anti-Orban, left-of-center station. And the, the internet is funded by NGOs that Soros funds. And then you also have the idea of our State Department. Remember when you were in the White House? Yeah. Our State Department was funding anti-Orban uh, media over there. Big time. Which was crazy. And so... Insane. It, so, so in effect... Are you glad he came? Oh, I'm, he said, to I, hell with the globalists, I'm here in Texas. Yeah, but it's a very important message that he had because he's saying the world needs a strong America. Yes. Western civilization needs a strong America to defend our Judeo-Christian values because he says European countries, when you've been over there, they understand what it's like without a, weak, without a strong United States when the United States is weak because what happens is he said, Orban talked about Nazism, they don't believe yes. in God. They don't have yes. our values. Soviet communism, they yes. don't have our values. Yes. And if you have a world like that, yes. in effect, the bad things happen. The Judeo-Christian West, right. one of the linchpins of it. Before we talk about polling, I want to remind everybody, John McLaughlin was President Trump's pollster in 2016. Yes. Do we want John McLaughlin to yeah. be the lead pollster <laughs> in 2024? Can I hear it? Yeah. If President Trump runs, are you coming back? <laughs> How can I leave the war room? Like okay, let's talk about some numbers. Why is Joe Biden collapsing? What's the real reason for it? Could he have possibly had 81 million votes and have the bottom fall out as quickly as it's fallen out? I mean, you do this for a living. The math doesn't add up. Doesn't that reinforce his illegitimacy? Well, the pro well, look at the media won't even look at Wisconsin, where the state Supreme Court said their their election was fraudulent. In yes. fact, and and there was a Supreme Court in a majority vote said that there were illegal ballots. We warned them because David Pluff, who was Obama's campaign manager, yes. worked for Zuckerberg. Yes. He put out a book he in thought 2020. Of, he thought up the whole concept. Yes, where they were going to, because our strategy in 2016 was bring out new voters. Big time. And, and what the we Trump did, voter. right. People who were conservatives that didn't vote for Romney in 2012, right. we brought out millions of them, record turnout. Former De Democrats, independents. He reversed it on us, and nobody at the RNC, the Republican National Committee, picked up on it. They were talking about their why, ground game. Why, why, why was that? Why? Because I know that you were telling them to give them a heads up. We were talking about what Mark, Mark Elias 
put the transition integrity project. It's not like they hid it. Right. They bragged about it. Raheem yes. Kassam and I went around the nation and we're giving the, these secret recordings are talking about are actually me giving talks throughout the country talking about the train. Elias said Trump's going to lead by a red tsunami at 10 or 11 o'clock at night on, on election night. But just wait for all the mail-in ballots to be counted. Right. It'll be three weeks and then Joe Biden will be named president. They knew what they were doing and Zuckerberg paid for it. What's amazing is no one at the Republican National Committee has filed an IRS complaint against Zuckerberg because that $400 million was tax exempt. The other part is no one has filed an FEC complaint against them because they basically violated the laws when they were doing that. And the Republicans, you know, like our friend Pat Cadell used to say, Democrats are the crooked party. The Republicans are the stupid party. And it's, it's like we were fighting it saying they're going to steal the election in states like Texas, where Ken Paxton stood up to them in Florida, where they stood up to them, North Carolina and didn't change the election laws. We won in states like Georgia, where they signed off on the drop boxes that were unsecure, that people were dropping in multiple ballots in, that you've got documentaries out on now. Dave Bossy, Dave Bossy, the great 2020. I think you're in that. And they've got and they've got the 2000 mules. Right. You know the facts. Talk to me real quickly about Maricopa County. That's the Republican, the McCain establishment, the anti-Trump forces trying to slow walk Kerry Lake's victory. Well, I I don't know. I, I was like, I was working for Jim Lehman, who's a really good guy, good, good conservative. Guy. I like Jim a lot. Very good guy yeah. uh, uh, in Arizona. But, you know, sure. I mean, you Is know. Is it you, shock you that Maricopa County, one of the biggest cities, Phoenix, one of the most sophisticated cities in the world, we're now 125,000 ballots. I'm going to bleed them out at 5,000 at a time. They knew this was coming for two years. Yes. It's not in this Republican. Canal County and Maricopa County are Republican control. Well, this is the problem because Soros goes out there and funds Secretary of State. Big time. And so you have Katie Hobbs, who beat out Steve Gaynor. And Ducey didn't fight for Steve Gaynor four, four years ago. So in 26, you know, in, in 2018. When he won. So right. it cost us in 2020. And it cost us uh, probably... You know, how do people, you're the president's pollster, how do people get you on social media? How do they follow what you got to well, say? Well, you go to mclaughlinonline.com and uh, on social media, I'm on Getter, I'm on, uh, on you gotta, social. You, you, you've got to watch uh, John, at, John McLaughlin. He's the best. At JMCLGHLN. You're signed up for 2024. You're on. Well, when and when, if he announces. I, okay. I wish the election was tomorrow. We would win in a landslide. Trump's Land, ahead uh, of Biden, 49-44. He's ahead of Kamala Harris by eight points. It would be a landslide. People want to back today. Yes. So, well, what we got to do is announce first and then get on with it. Okay, folks, love you being here. We'll see you back here tomorrow at five o'clock in the warm up. Come in the morning if you're here at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. We're going to now continue on at six o'clock over at Frank's Beach. We've got a whole packed house of crew. We want to thank John McLaughlin. Thank this you. This guy was my wingman. He rode shotgun with us in 16. <laughs> He's a tough hombre. And I'll tell you one thing he always told the president, exactly what was going on. That's what we were highly confident in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, to roll the blue wall. McLaughlin, you're a hero. Thank okay, you, Okay, see you back here at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 
100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.